and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So we are on the last episode of the first series of our magical education. Phew, that seemed like a bit of a mouthful. So this first series has all been about mastering your magic, the fundamentals of power and intention. We started with the heart of power and the importance of knowing yourself. Then we looked at purification and protection, the art of cleansing and setting boundaries. From there, once you know yourself, once you've set those boundaries, it's all about the direction of desire, becoming intentional in your magic. Then in our last episode, we looked at the spark within, identifying and owning your magical gifts. I had so much feedback from that episode. People were loving it, saying, oh my gosh, I know that you've told me this before, Rebecca, but this time it really landed. And so many people were just sharing what their gifts were, um, how they've like missed their gifts, which was kind of the point of the episode. It's because their gifts, we often forget <laughs> that they are actually important because they seem so normal to us. And then today in our final episode of this first series, um, we are talking about empowered magic, balancing humility and confidence in your practice. Now, when I was writing this, I was like, oh, the word humility feels a bit of a weird word, but it felt like the right word. And so when I went and checked the etymology, of course, it means the etymology of the word um, hummus, humus. I don't want to confuse it with the chickpeas, but it comes from the word H-U-M-U-S, which means earth. So the etymology of the word humility actually means grounded from the earth. And that is exactly where we want our magic to be. So don't worry. I know I said this was the last episode, but then next week we're going to start series two straight into it, which is about trusting your inner guide, building relationship with self and the energies around you. But before we get there into all of that fantastic relationship building, let's just talk about magic and the idea of confidence versus humility. Now, a lot of people that I work with, when they start to build up their their confidence, their self-esteem, they feel like they're being too much. They can almost feel like they're perhaps they're wandering, you know, dancing that fine line between feeling arrogant and confident. And what I want to say, first of all, if you're even considering that, I'm 98% sure you are not falling into the arrogant category. But the truth is, when we start to feel confident, if it's something we haven't experienced before, it can feel like arrogance because it's so new. It feels so big. And actually, you should feel big. You should feel full. Again, not in that arrogant, no one else matters way, but in a like a recognition of yourself, a recognition of the value that you offer to yourself, to the world, your friends, your family, your community. And so I just want you to know that we're having this conversation because we can swing one way or the other. We can be too humble (laughs) and people can think they're going to be too confident. Most of you will fall into the category of being too humble. And we want to have this conversation to bring you into that place of harmony and balance where you actually feel more confident. Because this is, I I don't know, I, I think it's a really fascinating conversation because it's it shows and really highlights the paradoxical nature of being a human, where we are 
all important in our lives. If we weren't here, our life wouldn't matter. <laughs> you know, it would, you know, we are the absolute central player in our own life. And so everything is about us. And yet we are really not that important in the grand scheme of things. And yet we are. Everything we do matters and has consequences in like the energetic ripples that we send out into the world. And we are a tiny speck of dust on a ball of rocks spinning through space. You know, <laughs> so it's like finding that that balance between knowing that everything is about us and we're really not that important. Everything is about us and the same is true for the other billions of people on, on the planet at the same time. We are incredibly special and no more special than the people next to us. And so that's a really humbling thing in itself, I think. And especially when we're looking in terms of like magic or energetic awareness or your intuition, when we first awaken to these gifts, it can be absolutely mind blowing. It can change everything in our life. And we can think, oh my God, I I know the answers to the world. <laughs> and if we're not careful, we can all be, almost become evangelical about it. And I remember when I first practiced kinesiology, I was like, oh my gosh, I can heal everything in the world. And as a sweet little naive 19, 20 year old, I really did believe that. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And of course, now that I'm, you know, 25 years older, I, the more I learn, the more I know that I don't know. Yes, I know an incredible amount. I have an incredible amount of experience. But the more I know, the more I realise I am not going to get to learn everything I want to learn in this lifetime. <laughs> it's like, depending on your beliefs, thank goodness we come back again. Because, I mean, I just look at my bookshelves and I'm like, I can't even read that many books in this lifetime, let alone study in the kind of depth that I want to study courses and even aspects of magic and, you know, our place in the universes and philosophies and psychology and people. It's like, I, I don't, I can't do that. Even if I lived to like 150, I would not have enough time to learn everything. So with that, I am completely confident in my, my gifts, in my skills, in my abilities when I'm working with people or, you know, even just contributing to my family, my community. And I know there is so much more to learn. And that kind that I, I feel that's a bit of a healthy balance. Just because I know there's so much I don't know, that doesn't take away from what I do know. And that's really what I want you to recognise in yourself. Humility isn't self-depreciation, but it is recognising ourself in the place of our communities, the world, the universes, the entire cosmos. I can remember one of my, I, I don't know if it's, it's, yeah, one of my earliest memories. I was laying in bed and I was living in Cornwall when I was growing up. And I was, it was, I remember it being really, really dark and I had my eyes shut. And I just remember laying there thinking, when I die, I'm going to read about myself. Well, not me personally, but like our generation, or, uh, you know, our era in history. The same way we look back at the Victorian age and go, what? They did what? <laughs> how did they, what was their idea of medicine? You know, how did they treat people? Oh my goodness, that was absolutely abhorrent. And it just made me realise, I was like, wow. And those people that had died in the Victorian days, it's like life just goes on and on 
and on and on. And I was only, I don't know, very early, maybe 10, 11 or 12. And then I just remember having, it just stayed with me so vividly that I just saw this like black abyss as I shut my eyes and world just going on infinitely and infinitely and infinitely. And it wasn't scary. It wasn't nihilistic. It was just like, oh, we're really not that important, are we? And yet we are that important at the same time. And it's, I think because I grew up in Cornwall, which is, you know, it was a small fishing town. I always remember kind of feeling my place in the world. And I don't know if this because I was a very like unconfident child, so it might have just felt bigger. But whenever I had any like teenage angst going on, I would, in my hometown, there's two beaches. You've got the beach, which I call the tourist beach, which is like really pretty with like golden sand. And then if you walk past that beach over up some steps and down some steps, you'd then go on to what we, <laughs> what the locals called the second beach. How very imaginative. And that was more of a shale and a pebble beach. So the tourists didn't really go over there because it wasn't, it wasn't as good and you couldn't get into the sea as easily because that was where all the rock pools were. So that's where all like the locals tended to go. And whenever I had any angst, I would just sit on the shoreline, listening to the, the ocean, just like lapping in and out. And I would imagine how many times I could get myself, like if I stood up, if I, if I walked on water, how many, t- how many me's I could get to the horizon. And it would be hundreds before I got to the horizon. I, mean, I th- don't think I ever really got there. And then I'd think, oh, that's just one row. And I'd wonder how many, t- how many me's I could get to go up into, you know, up into the sky. And then again, that was only like one of me. And I was like, I wonder how many I could get to go sideways. And whatever was bothering me in that moment, by the time I'd finished like working out how many of me's would fit along the, you know, the top of the ocean, um, whatever was bothering me just seems so insignificant again, because when we look at the world like that, it really does make us go, oh yeah, we we are really, really tiny. Um, And like I say, I never felt bad for it. It never made me think, oh my goodness, what's the point? It just made me go, oh yeah, that problem isn't an issue. It's okay. I can go about my thing because, you know, that's the thing, isn't it? If we're not really that important, we can do whatever we like, really, in a healthy, you know, (laughs) fate path kind of way. Um, Because we are, you know, who's who's watching? We think everyone's watching, but they're not really. They're all too busy watching themselves. So when we can find that balance in a way that feels healthy for you to realise that we are the most important people in our life and everything we do and say matters. It defines our life. It creates change in our life and the world around us. And it's not all up to us. It just finds that that edge somewhere in there for us. And it's like, be be confident in who you are shine as bright as you can because you know like I've shared before I believe that is why we are here so that we can all contribute our own gifts our own our own thoughts our own feelings our own views of the world our own magic our own blend of magic and we're really not that special (laughs) so you know the paradox of being a human and it kind of reminded me, I was, it was just yesterday, actually, I was at this most amazing, I think it was actually, uh, I think they called it a rainforest because it had its own climate here in the UK. And it was just beautiful. It's all these old yew trees and um, loads and loads of yew trees covered in moss, 
really old um, rocks where the yew trees are growing out of. And I just love that. I love seeing rocks covered in moss with the yew trees growing out of the top of them. And a lot of films have actually been, um, lots of movies and TV shows have been filmed there because it's so atmospheric and you can just see why it's just stunning. And it was beautiful. And I was like, stop in taking photos all the time because, you know, I love you follow my Yoshiro's Journey account on Instagram. You know, I love taking photos of nature. And I'm taking taking all these photos and just wandering around going, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. And then my friend who I was with, she slipped down some of these stone steps. I mean, luckily she didn't hurt herself. She managed to catch hold of the <laughs> the um the handrails, which were bits of twig. And she managed to get hold of one of those and just catch herself before she could have done herself a mischief. And it's like, that's the thing about nature as well, isn't it? It's like it's so like breathtakingly beautiful and vicious at the same time it wouldn't have cared if she'd broken anything it's just there being a rock which is being used as a step um and that's the same with us in life because we are part of that nature we are breathtakingly amazing we have the ability to be incredibly destructive as well and just like one blade of grass doesn't matter you know if you when you mow the grass you don't notice that one blade of grass and yet that one blade of grass was really important because if all the blades of grass had vanished your garden would look pretty rubbish. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? How do you feel about being all important and really not that important either? So balancing in that energy. I, I, I suppose it's also like children. I have a child. He is without question the most important thing in the world to me. But I don't expect him to be the most important thing in the world to anyone else, obviously, apart from his father. Um, <laughs> that goes without saying. But it's like children. It's like I adore him to pieces, tell him how wonderful he is, and also tell him not to expect everyone else to think he's as wonderful as I think he is. Because that's kind of like us, isn't it? Children of the universe. To the universe, we are everything. But to everyone else, ugh, we're just another one of those billions of people around in the world. So this comes down to, actually, let's talk about imbalance first of all. Where, how would you know if you were balanced here or not? So what we're looking at, if you are too one way, say if you are too confident, which again, I doubt many of you are at all, if any, and I don't mean confident in your gifts, confidence in your skills, uh, taking a stand for yourself, shining brighter. That is not too confident, okay? That's where you should be. Because when you're in that space, you are then weaving magic, weaving your intentions from a place of grounded centeredness. Remember the word humility coming from that word to ground. You are here doing exactly as you are meant to do adding your particular flavour to the world that the world needs. However, if people tip into excess confidence, and again, if you've not felt confident before and you start feeling confident, it may might feel excess. Other people around you might even tell you that you are in excess confidence because they are not used to you asserting your boundaries. And it's inconvenient for them that you're now saying no or not not putting up with their behaviour. So be mindful of that. But the excess kind of confidence, actually, let's just call it arrogance, that if you lean into arrogance, what that looks like is 
being really dismissive of other people's ideas, thinking you know everything. Oh, hello, 20, 20 year old me. Um, <laughs> you know, of really feeling into like, oh no, they don't know anything, closing your mind, not want, thinking you could learn anything from anyone else, particularly if like, oh, that person's got that that many years experience, I'm not listening to them, they've got less experience from me. When you start to dismiss other people, when you lose that energy of like awe, curiosity and wonder, when you start to become reckless in your practice, when your practice becomes about you, 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 with absolute disregard for the consequences of your actions. Now, of course, your practice will always have you at the centre because it's your practice. But when it comes, like that energy, if we think of it in terms of power, we live in a capitalist society which teaches you power is about getting ahead. And the way that we've been taught to do that is by stomping on people and taking advantage of people and manipulating people and doing whatever it takes to win, even if that means cheating. Okay, that is not a healthy connection with power. Okay, power comes from within. Power can be with from within a circle. Power power can be collaborative. It can be that kind of like win-win energy, that situation. When we're talking about being arrogant, it's like we're using our power and our magic to stomp, stomp, stomp on other people with absolute disregard of taking resources from Mother Earth, taking resources from other people, snatching away, um, I don't know, items, things, people from other people. That is when we are out of balance with like humility and confidence in our practice. However, the other end of that um, spectrum, when we're talking about humility, as in not only being grounded in the earth, but fully hiding underneath the earth, refusing to come out. That's when you're undervaluing your skills. That's when you're saying, oh, I don't have any magic. Oh, I can't make any change. Oh, why would anyone want me to help them? I'm just little old me. I can't do anything. When you're afraid of your own power, um, a lot of people tell me they're afraid of their own power because they're afraid they might hurt somebody. And that's because their experience of power has been dominance. It has been power over. That is not the power we are talking about. We are talking of that beautiful power from within, the power to create change, the power of self-esteem. So when you find yourself undervaluing your skills, fear of power and using excessive caution, where we talked about one person being like, I'm doing it, I want it, I'm going after it, I don't care. This is like, oh my goodness, can I proceed? Am I allowed to do this? What if I do this and I get it wrong? Now, Often when people think, what if I do this and I get it wrong? They are the people that are never going to get it wrong because they've already dotted every I and ticked every box. But it's like that caution that doesn't just go, okay, let me check in with myself. Let me check my intuition. Is this what we're doing? Um, Let me just like get some advice from someone else. Let me just double check what I'm doing. Let me check my intention is correct, that it's my intention or what I think I should do. Um, But that excessive caution where you barely make any change, where you barely try anything because you are so cautious and that like hindering your growth, that is the other sign of imbalance. We want you in between the two. (laughs) We want you believing in yourself. We want you being confident to try things, which is why when you look at the order that we have done this series in, 
that we started with knowing yourself, knowing who you are, what you want, what's yours and what's not. It's why we then looked at the energy of cleansing and setting boundaries so that you know that what you are like when you try something, even if it feels a bit wonky, you know how to reset the energy. You know how to cleanse and clear the energy. You know how to bring yourself back to your own centre. This is why we're doing it in this order. So those are the signs of imbalance. So what we want you to do is to feel confident, to believe in yourself, to um, recognise and celebrate your achievements. To, and I think this is really important. It's something we don't do enough. And again, it's because, you know, in the UK, we have don't get too big for your boots. In Australia, there's the tall poppy syndrome. In America, it's don't get too big for your britches. In Ireland, it's don't get above your station. Every country has a similar phrase, which is designed to keep people in their place. So because of that, we're not very good at recognising and celebrating ourselves because we feel like it's being arrogant rather than just celebrating us celebrating us for who we are what we do how we show up in the world how we contribute so recognize and celebrate yourself celebrate all that you are all that you do celebrate the little things the everyday things the enormous things do all of it because when we celebrate ourselves that gives us that sense of confidence but we're doing it yes because it feels good and yes because we're recognizing ourselves but it also allows others to be inspired to go oh my gosh she can do that it's like I always love sharing like oh my goodness when I was oh way too old like a a, uh, older teenager I couldn't make a phone call I I couldn't I had to get a friend once to rearrange an appointment for me because I was too terrified to, to like pick up the phone um and now I can talk to thousands of people. It doesn't it doesn't bother me at all. There is hope for all of us, you know. And so when we celebrate ourselves, when we celebrate what we've been doing or the, the progress we've made, even sometimes it's like the tiniest progress is the things that really deserve the most celebration because they, they are also the things that people can recognise the most. It's like maybe you have climbed Mount Everest. I always pick on Mount Everest. Um <laughs> but and, and that's a phenomenal achievement. And yet most people won't recognise the ability to climb Mount Everest. But perhaps they would see themselves doing a couch to 5k perhaps. So, you know, it doesn't matter on the size of the achievement. Celebrate it because you will inspire other people to walk that path too, to step away from the shoulds and the expectations and do the things that really call them. And then to keep that balance between like the, the the balance of like confidence and humility it's like celebrate others too when was the last time you reached out to someone and said oh my gosh I've been watching your progress or I'm so proud of you or you know it's amazing what you've done and what you've achieved I really admire how much you've been I know sticking to that path that you've chosen or becoming more confident in this or I've really noticed this skill it's like where have you celebrated other people because again it brings in that balance of yes celebrate you and celebrate other people. Tell other people, cheer them on, you know, share their their celebrations in your community, in your social media, you know, wherever you have access, celebrate those people for what they are doing, what they're achieving, the changes they're making. Even if those changes might seem air quotes small, it's like it all deserves recognition. And then also to keep us in balance 
It's like recognize your areas of growth. So again, celebrate your achievements, celebrate your learnings, your experience, your wisdom, your knowledge, and recognize the areas of growth. And that's really important. Like I said earlier, it's like the more I learn, the more I realize that is to learn every subject. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds fantastic. And I go in there and I'm like, whoa, that's a whole other world just opened up to me. (laughs) And it's like, sometimes that's good. Sometimes I just need a little taste of that. And sometimes I'm like, I want to go down that rabbit hole. So recognize those areas for growth, whether they are subjects, whether they are in your own personal growth, but just recognize and reflect on those. So where do you fall in that energy? Are you at the lack of confidence end? Are you at bordering on the too much confidence end? I don't believe that at all for one second. Um, (laughs) um, But we can keep that in balance just by recognising those areas of growth. And and this is something else that's really important, actually, is like that self-reflection. Yes, looking at the areas of growth, but also seeking feedback from, and here's the important part, trusted peers people that have walked the path before you. Friends, family are sometimes a little bit tricky. Sometimes, not anything against the family, of course, but sometimes they're a little bit too close to us and they don't actually want us to change because when we change, that impacts their life, their, their, you know, their, um, their, their worlds, I suppose. So, from peers that are trusted, from people, from friends, from professionals, whoever it may be, and get feedback from them. Are you being, air quotes, too confident? Are you bordering in arrogance? Or is there still so much for you to like really recognise and celebrate about yourself? And I just want to say it again, I know I've said it again and again during this episode, but when you are feeling too confident, I can almost guarantee for most of you listening to this, in fact, I'm going to go everybody listening to this, when you feel too confident, it's not that you are too confident. It's that you are feeling confident where before you've had none. So you've gone from empty to half full. And because you're half full, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so much. And yet you still have another half to go. Yeah. So You only need to worry about being air quotes too much when you are dismissing other people, when you think no one has anything left to teach you anymore. Yeah. So just really, really be mindful of that one and be really honest with yourself, because I suspect a lot of people fall into that not believing in themselves enough, being too cautious, being too worried, not even taking those actions. Okay. so what can you do to bring in more confidence. And I think the reason this conversation is important is because when we do step into the realm of making change in our life, it can very much bring up the energy of who do I think I am to make those changes? Why do I think I'm so special? What makes me so special to connect with my intuition, to be able to channel messages, to connect to magic, to you know use magic to create change in the world? I'm no one special. And it's true, you're not. And you're also the most important person in the world. So yes, you can carry on going down that road of like, oh, I'm not that important. But that doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve the world around you. It doesn't allow you to fulfill the path that you are here to fulfill. You know, when I talk about, I I see people as like the equivalent of an English country garden where all 
sizes of flowers, shapes, fragrances, whether they bloom once a year, whether they come back every single year, whether they're a herb, whether they're a shrub, whether they're a tree, oh, whether they're, whatever they are, whether they're a weed, they are all needed in that garden for, for all of those flowers, for all of those in, uh, insects, those bees, those butterflies, the, the whole ecosystem of that garden. All of those flowers, plants, trees, everything has its unique place and is needed for the whole environment to thrive. Just like you might think, oh, my gift isn't that much. It doesn't seem very exciting or it only impacts my like friends and family. But that's perhaps that's all it's supposed to do. And perhaps that is enough. And for some people here listening, they are here to impact the entire world. And maybe that's exactly as it should be as well. One is not better than the other as long as it is true to you. So this is a really good time just to spend some reflection on where do you give that power away? Where do, uh, where are you too humble? Where are you where are you too rooted in that energy of the earth where you forget how important you are because it's so easy to recognize that we are actually insignificant. And yet without you the world is a little less it's a little less magic. It's a little, it has a little less sunshine in it when you are not here sharing your gifts. So you, you matter. And I suppose maybe that's, maybe that's the phrase. It's not about being the most important because there's billions of us, but it's not about being the most important. But you do matter. Your, your magic matters. Your, your beliefs, your thoughts, your sense of humour, the you know the, the gifts that you're here to contribute, your interests, your desire, they matter. We're like a rich tapestry of life where every single thread that we have to offer matters. It makes life for ourselves, for friends, family, communities, the world, people we won't even know that we'll touch, they matter. It makes everything richer, heartier, more beautiful, more fulfilling, more nourishing, all of the deliciousness. It's like we're here. We are here together on this little rock spinning around in space and each of you matter. So we need to make sure we are not too far down one end where we like humility digging tunnels into the earth. And I guarantee none of you are at the arrogant end. But to make sure you never get to that arrogant end is just to check in with yourself. Make sure that you are still coming from a place of curiosity, awe and wonder. And I reckon you can't much go wrong with that. So as we come to the end of um, our first series, I can't believe we've done it. um, What's been your favourite episode? What what have you learned about magic, about your practice? What are you changing? What are you honing? I'd love to hear from you. So as always, you can come and comment in our magical community. You can send me a message on social media. Or if you're listening on Spotify, click the button where you can do a Q&A and just let me know what you're loving most. Because in series two, like I mentioned, we are coming back to trusting your inner guide, building relationship with self and energies around you. Well, we'll be looking at like your intuition, creating a deeper relationship with yourself, working with the energies around you, um, building relationships with those energies around you and trusting your your inner guide in everyday life. So we have another five episode series coming up. So I can't wait to share that with you. But before we get there, do come and share with me what 
what you can do to truly step into your own power and feel more confident in your magic, because I guarantee you are not loving your magic enough and your magic is very much needed. So thank you for joining me. I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.